0: Everybody, welcome to the After show. I'm Lindsay leverage and with me is Jackie J and Mr. AJ Cosplay of the Cartoon Cypher. And we're going to be talking about the latest episode of My Hero Academia. But before we do that, I want to remind everyone to please sign up for our newsletter at slash newsletter and head over to Kaimono Merch to get your ANN gear. We're going to be Uh, debuting some new stuff on there pretty soon. So yeah, you'll want to check that out. Um, There was actually some pretty big news over the weekend. One happened today. So I guess we'll talk about today first. Like I didn't even have images or anything to go with this. Netflix announced an update for its live action Gundam movie. I'll be interested to hear you guys' takes on just the concept of a live-action Gundam movie, but this was actually originally announced by Legendary, the production company Mm -hmm. of Legendary, uh, back in 2018 at Anime Expo, and then things were kind of mum until then, but then Mm -hmm. Netflix made a big announcement today that Jordan Voight-Roberts, who directed 2017's Kong Skull Island, which is a good movie, (laughs) (laughs) uh, is set to direct and produce this, and Sunrise's Gundam... Uh, team is cooperating with Netflix that, to make it. So this isn't just like the West taking a AJ, where'd you go? <laughs> <Okay. So just laughs> this isn't just here. the yeah, this isn't just the West like buying the rights to the name and then doing whatever they want. This is um, collaborative. So I don't know, I mean I feel like if this had been five 10 or something years ago, I'd be a little more skeptical. But I mean, the the technology is definitely there to make I feel like this scale of a movie. Mm-hmm. My primary concern is whether whether Gundam as a like as a franchise has overlap with mainstream audiences enough. I mean, the name definitely sells for for us nerds who all know what it is and have known what it is for a really long time. But if you like go up to a random person on the street and you're like, hey, what do you think of Gundam? Do they have any idea what we're talking about?
1: That's such an interesting question. Um, so, you know, we're all heavily embedded into the anime community. And so, like, we know what Gundam is. Like, even if you haven't watched the entire series or you haven't watched it at all, if you know anime, like, you've heard of Gundam. Like, I, I right. just... If you haven't i would be very very shocked but um when i worked at ign we would do pieces on gundam and they just never hit and ign is obviously like a more main- mainstream definitely have like an anime um like community there but it's just like they're a little bit more broad so i i do wonder how it's going to do on netflix um, i'm sure fans of the franchise are like losing it right now and um honestly I'm excited about it, but I really want to see how Cowboy Bebop plays out, because if Cowboy Bebop slaps and is just off the chain, then like without question, sign me up. I'm watching it, you know. Right. Um, but, you know, we talked about this when we talked about Cowboy Bebop live action adaptation in the past. It's scary because this is you know, sci-fi and uh, 10, 15 years ago, I've been like, hell no, this ain't going to look good. Um, but it's, you know, we have come a long way. I mean, the star Trek movies are absolutely mind-blowingly good. Um, guardians of the galaxy. I also like it, it, I never felt like, Oh, this is just like painful CG to watch, you know, like they actually sold it. So I'm just like, maybe, maybe, but I'm definitely holding my opinion until we see what happens with cowboy bebop. That, that, that's how where My stance is really.
0: AJ, what do you think? Are
2: you gonna watch uh, it? That that's a fair approach because correct me if I'm wrong. We haven't seen Netflix's live-action anime outings yet. Mm-mm. Like like they've announced a bunch of projects. There's this. There's Captain Piece, One Piece. Bebop, One Piece. Uh, oh no, wait! They did the they did the Death Note live action. They, they did. did. Oh gosh, and that was yeah. We talked about that during Cowboy Bebop, though. We don't have to talk about. That, that, we tried that, to that out of so, our minds. Oh. Yeah i'm very sorry but yeah i'm very sorry that i had to remind everybody of that but yeah so not a great first step for for anime live action in fact very at best mixed reactions as far as anime live action goes even when everything is sort of in place for it to be good i do genuinely think both writing wise tech wise and pacing wise a Gundam movie can work like very easily. I think it can work. You don't even need to recognize the Gundam brand because I feel like as each generation goes on, less and less people are becoming familiar with it. It also doesn't help that I don't think we've had a mainstream Gundam franchise in a couple of year in a couple of years. I think Sunrise put out Gundam Iron Orphan a couple of years ago, and we haven't really gotten anything.
0: Everything since. else has been uh, like online. Like there was uh,
2: they're working on the Hathaways Flash movie mm-hmm.
0: and. There was that net series that was actually really good. It had like jazz music. Which one was that guys? Um, oh, uh, Thunderbolt. Yeah.
2: Thunderbolt. That's true. But I think yeah. that, was still, that was still a few years ago, like maybe three or four years ago. Yeah. Um, but I remember, cause I think NYV post adapted that and they showed it at anime NYC. Um, but yeah, I think it can definitely work because even if you don't recognize Gundam, giant robots do well. Look at Pacific Rim and yeah. franchises. Yeah. Uh, and even with uh, with our big kaiju, giant Rock'em Sock'em, uh, Sock'em movies, like Godzilla vs. King Kong just came out. Yeah. And of yeah. the kaiju movies, I do think Kong Skull Island was one of the better ones. Or at the very least, I think it handled the human characters the best out of them so far. Um, the thing about Gundam is... And Gundam's already been primed for movies, like the initial series was kind of repackaged as movies. We've had plenty of OVAs, which are basically just short movies mm-hmm. from the from the mainline franchise. And the politics that Gundam handles can be a story that I think a lot of Western fans could easily follow and relate to. Mm-hmm. I So everything is there, but I said the same thing about the Ghost of the Shell live-action movie. Yeah, um, and then, then they cast Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> and that also had backing behind like uh, the Japanese side, so it's like everything is there, I'm just very, very skeptical because the track record, whether it's Netflix or in general, has been mostly mixed to bad. Yeah. So, I'll, it was so I, bad that the, I mean, I was really unfortunate what happened with the Ghost in the Shell movie.
0: One, because of the cast, mostly because of the casting. Because um, I felt like the special effects work that they got, like they got Weta Workshop to make some really cool robots for that. With the like Kabuki faces that came out that were really cool. Um, they had they had some neat practical effects in there, and I feel like I also feel like Gundam could be good if it was if it was retro sci-fi intentionally, which is something that we don't really get anymore. Like if it looked vaguely like like what if they didn't make it a big CG spectacle and actually used like miniatures and things like that? Like like oh God, that would like what amazing. they did with Star Wars.
1: That would be know. so fun. I, I think that yeah. that could be
0: really that would give it a neat aesthetic that would make it stand out of, among all the like big CG blockbuster stuff. Cause yeah. I feel like, at least for me, I've gotten kind of
1: bored with it,
0: bored with it. Yeah. It's not really spectacle to me anymore just to see yeah. like, like, because of all the Marvel movies, just as like, have all the flash cuts and all the, you know, like huge CG rigs and stuff like that. I mean, I didn't even go, well for multiple reasons, but I'm also thinking of, um, <laughs> what was uh, ready player one? Like I didn't even touch that one but I read the book and hated it so I mean that influenced my my interest in it quite a bit but but that was another one that had a lot of big CG spectacle and there was a Gundam in it (laughs) and um, and things like that but um yeah I I think uh I think I think they've got a differentiate themselves a little bit from the standard blockbuster movie you you don't want people to look at the trailer and be like oh they're doing Pacific Rim again why'd they change its name or something either so
1: you know what though Lindsay I think that you and I are just kind of like strange for wanting that I think that most people want those big action scenes oh really I, mm. but I'm with you like Dark Crystal um you know they made that new Netflix movie I don't know if you are a series and i I loved it. I was like, oh my God, the puppeteering and just like it just seems so real, even though you knew it was like puppets, you know, and I, yeah. I absolutely fell in love with the aesthetic. and that show did not translate at all. It got cancelled. you know what I mean? Yeah. I just think it's it's we kind of have nostalgia for that, but um yeah, you know, so definitely in the chat right now, they're like, no, it needs some big action scenes and it's like, I just think that we, for us, it's nostalgia. I just think that now people just want to digest like stuff that are, is just going to make them like scream and go wild, you know? Yeah. But, um, well,
0: like I'm not saying it shouldn't have action scenes. I'm just thinking of like the cinematography they used for the original Star Wars, right? Like no. that that iconic opener where they have the spaceship fly overhead. And it's just, you get a sense of scale because it's so big. That was all done with miniatures, yeah. but you didn't know it was a miniature while you were sitting there watching it in the seventies. And it still like holds up today. So it's just yeah. like, what if they do some of that with giant robots, like CG stuff. It. Like, I just yeah. think that could be really cool. But I think I we're
2: long it. past the point of pra- practical effects being used for big spectacles, stuff like that. As, as great yeah. as it would be. Yeah. Um it's Gundam's always going to have like those big, big action pieces. But like I said before, and I think someone in the chat just mentioned the politics and and the, the world that it sets up can be the thing that sets it apart from all these other big, just turn your brain off action spectacle pieces. And that's the thing. I hope they lean into that. If we are getting something like that, because if not, then I might as well watch Godzilla versus King Kong or something. Yeah. Or, or, um, or the second Pacific Rim movie that nobody liked, so <laughs> nah. so that that's that's kind of what I'm that's kind of what I'm most worried about. I'm sure the, the director Kong Skull Island had some pretty solid cinematography, even though a lot of it like was these big sweeping CG landscapes. I'm very curious who the writer is going to be.
0: Oh, I think they said. Oh, yeah. did they? They did. Uh, okay, we definitely have an article up on ANN now. Did, didn't when we when I prepped this. this- uh, today so let's see because I believe okay. it was I believe a lady is writing it nope it's Brian K Vaughn Brian K oh, Vaughn who's a comic book author and he wrote um, why the last man ex machina and the runaways comic book series and he's also executive producing so that name sounds okay. familiar. I've, I've heard name of sounds the runaways I feel like now. if I just like look that up runaways yeah.
1: I'm with AJ, that. though. Like, it's going to just come down to the writing. Like, you can put on mm. so much of a, a beautiful spectacle, and it just ain't going to hit unless, like, the writing is there. I mean, we, we mm-hmm. all can say that, you know? So, um, also, I thought this is a really fun fact. Um, but <laughs> the popularity of the series and its merchandise spawned a franchise that includes 50 TV series, films, and OVAs, as well as manga, novels, and video games, along with a whole industry of plastic model kits known as Gunpla, which makes yeah. up... 90% of the Japanese character plastic model market. 90%.
2: I believe that. <laughs> yeah. People are crazy
0: about gunpla. We have a gunpla f- uh fan on staff, Lauren Orsini, is our gunpla lady, and she um she has a whole blog dedicated to to her her gunpla adventures. Like, yeah, you know, there's there's, I think we have a how to get into Gunpla somewhere on the website that kind of talks about, like, the tools you need to get started. You know, there's, like, special clippers for clipping the plastic pieces out. So you get the nice, smooth, e- well, you usually have a little sanding thing to, like, smooth the edges. Jackie's like, I'm looking this up right now. Um, <laughs> so you can fit them all together. Uh, but, yeah, is huge. There was, at least at one point, like, a, a store slash museum just dedicated to it um, on...
1: So the cool. man-made
0: island of um, I'm gonna say Zap Tokyo, and that's not Zep. It's Zep Tokyo or something like that. It's this little island kind of in the Yokohama area. God, I'm bad with maps. But um, you could go there, and there's actually a pretty, a pretty funny video of Guillermo Guillermo del Toro going there because he's a big. He didn't make Pacific Rim for like no right. reason. Like right. he knows what Gundam is, and he's a big nerd. He was so.
2: handling this. God would. I would have absolute faith in it. If yeah, like, you know, I know.
0: Even if he was just consulting or something, yeah, like if they got him involved.
2: Yeah. I want his fingerprints on this because it feels like this is the kind of thing he's always wanted to do, which is why I yeah. made Pacific, something like Pacific Rim, which was like a throwback to Gundam and Ava and all yeah. these other big giant robot franchises.
1: He, I don't mean to like keep on harping on this, but... <sighs> It's just so tough with these adaptations. Like mm-hmm. I think of Alita, I don't know if I I enjoyed the movie. I did definitely did not think the movie was the best thing I've ever seen in my life. The manga is literally one of the best stories I've ever read, period. Like mm-hmm. Alita manga is some of the best storytelling I've ever in like just ever experienced. And I was so excited about that movie. And it's just it's tough, especially when you have all this material. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like it just makes me nervous. Like I'm, we are. I think we are all waiting for that anime adaptation, that live action one. That's just gonna like kill it and nail it. Yeah, it really hasn't quite happened yet. Like, um, I know Chris, who is like our CEO. Like he like he loves Alita, and I thought it was a good. Movie, but there's just so many things that go into it. Um, you know, like James Cameron originally wanted to direct that. Then, you know, he's James Cameron, and I, I forgot who he bought a
0: submarine it. and got you know busy. <laughs> with yeah, it. yeah. And then
1: Avatar came back, so then he kind of it became a he became a consultant on it. And who? Oh my gosh, Ray Rodriguez, Robert. That was it. I was like, Robert Rodriguez. Ray Robert Rodriguez, Rodriguez is someone yeah. else. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he took over and he's a great director, but it's just like there's so many politics and changing of hands and stuff like that that goes into these projects. And it's just like, I don't know. So off we'll to see. We'll be positive, but yeah. I feel like Battle
0: Angelita is like a solid B. Like, it's definitely like, we put Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh God! Somewhere yeah, way over God. there. We're oh, <laughs> then... the
2: on the other side of the world. That's other way. way on the side
0: of the world. That's like, like <laughs> Melly, it's it's okay. I thought there were elements of the script that were really corny and didn't work for me. But I've also been uh, yelled at by nerds for not liking that movie enough. So, it's, so some people really, really, really enjoyed it. It, um, I, I didn't care for the script in some yeah. in some cases, mm-hmm. but it was still fun, and yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll,
1: we'll and, see. Uh, yeah.
0: So, in other giant mecha news, yes. um, Oh my God, we're finally getting uh, Macross, which is just insane. And um, I don't know if like younger fans know how insane this is, but like this franchise, which is a, it's huge in Japan as well, and it's, it's extremely popular. We have not gotten like anything related to it, like as far as a like DVD release. With subtitles in its original format since maybe the early aughts. And that was very a very limited release mm-hmm. because it's been tied up in legal hell for a really, really long time. Um I'll That's tr- an
1: understatement. Like yes, an article on it. And I Decades was like, I'm so lost right now. This isn't even funny. Like, cause I read the headline, I was like, okay, like it's finally out of legal hell. And then like literally, we had like three paragraphs dedicated to like the semantics, and I was like, I am so lost. And that's—I t- can't even imagine. Imagine creating that masterpiece, and then like that happening for that many years.
0: So like, I'll try. I'll though. try to explain it the best I can, but it's even yeah. a little bit kind of uh, above my head to a degree. So, so Harmony Gold USA, which is, um, fa- was actually founded by um, an Italian guy uh, who would later be indicted on charges of tax evasion when he helped. A former prime minister of italy uh with a slush fund and an offshore ca- yeah that, yeah that, so the creator I mean, of
2: power rangers <laughs> <laughs>
0: there's like so many stages <laughs> to the Macross story oh so but anyway before any of that happened okay and this guy the, the guy who founded harmony gold he's i looked it up he's like 90 years old now he is ancient like I, I didn't know how old he was and i um went to look him up because i was like maybe i can get an interview with this guy about you know this new like huge deal that they've managed to make and then i was like he is very old um <laughs> yeah i don't know if he would oh you know anyway so yeah. so anyway harmony gold licensed the rights and trademarks to characters and and mecha designs from the original macross series as well as uh two other shows two other shows that aren't nearly as popular Um, And they took those and they recut it and they wrote a script for it and they made Robotech. So the only like thing Robotech, the story of Robotech has in common with Macross is that they share the same animated footage, but all the character names are different. The story is different. Like they just made their own story out of it. Hmm. And um, they licensed that from Tatsunoko production, which is an animation studio. But then things got legally hairy because a, a second Japanese company who is no? and this is what held things up for a long time. Um, blah, 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 blah. Studio Nui? Studio Nui, yeah, Studio Nui um, was like, hey, uh, that agreement's invalid. Actually, we have the authority to, um, to license the characters and whatnot to Harmony Gold, and we don't wanna. So you're like infringing on our rights, and that went to court. And times, for, yeah, that, it got tied up. That all got tied up in court for a long time, and actually, the court continued to side with Harmony Gold in in both cases. And every time, they've renewed their their licensing for the characters over and over and over again, which made anime fans mad because they thought they would never ever do anything with Macross proper. They're just going to hold on to the rights and keep doing Robotech, and they want Macross. Why can't we get Macross? And in the meantime, like Japan's releasing new. Series in the Macross franchise, like we showed an image earlier of Macross Frontier. Um, one thing that all the series have in common is there's usually some kind of like space idol involved, mm-hmm. space singing, um, and so there's soundtracks and concerts, and we have a we have a reviewer on staff, um, Nick Dupree, who is like obsessed with Macross. One of his XR reviews was just about Macross instead, just for funsies. Um, <laughs> like people so yeah people have been been waiting and waiting for this and then it's seemingly out of nowhere Harmony Gold and um Studio Neway release a statement that they're like we've reached an agreement and really uh, and yeah cuz Harmony Gold's been trying to make a Robotech live action movie for a while wow and so but they can't make their movie while well, this is all like Hung up and stuff. So I guess they reached some sort of agreement where Japan won't block them from releasing their live action film, and in return, we will maybe finally actually really 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 get Macross. And the movies Macross. Do you remember Love is considered like one of the best anime films. Hideaki Yano actually did some of the animation sequences on that. That um, it's referenced constantly in anime whenever you see a scene of like. Um, like an air fight, and it's got the missiles, and they're like. Wah, 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 wah. I hope yeah. that transfers over well, just for the audio version that of this. Amazing, <laughs> yeah. Just that's from Macross. That's like, do you remember? They're referencing, do you remember Love? And I, if I recall, Hideaki Akyano actually like worked on that famous sequence. So yeah, um, I never really got to watch Macross because this has been this has been going on since like the eighties or late 70s even. So I've never seen original Mad Cross. It'll be new to me. And um, I'd like to see what everyone else who's been pirating it this whole time has been enjoying. I just wasn't like, (laughs) yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I was telling Lindsay before the show that it's actually really random, but um, I actually think my first anime experience was Robotech. Maybe it was Mad Cross, I'm not sure, but I was definitely in um china my mom had brought my brother and i over there um i'm part chinese in case people didn't know that and um i just remember being a kid and watching on a really small television like anime for the first time and i i thought it was voltron but now looking at the i actually looked at the images about my macross and robotech because we were doing this story and i was like oh my god like i think that first anime memory might have been Matt Cross or Robotech. I mean, I'm never going to really know for sure. You know, my mom will have no idea what I was actually watching that day. Yeah. It was really interesting. Um, You know what I mean? So it's like it's it, that ha- it's been around for so long. Um, But again, it's for me, that's a blind spot. But there's just so much hype around it, like that. This is really exciting. Like, I can't imagine how that that older gentleman feels after this finally reaching a conclusion after. Yeah. Like, was it yeah. two decades? Two decades?
0: I mean it's yeah like well pretty the longer. the legal battles started um in around 1998. They're but wow. Yeah. But Tatsunogo gave Harmony Gold the the rights uh to Macross back in uh 1991. I guess I overshot that quite Wait, no. 84. 1984. This is
1: so complex. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like I said, they've re-upped their licensing quite a few times. But the original agreement was in 1984. So Robotech came out post-1984.
1: Yeah. Long time ago. Yeah. When I was a young one. That's that's, Again, very long time ago. But... AJ, are you familiar with that franchise at all or not really?
2: Yes, I am. Uh, my my girlfriend, uh, Migwo, who's actually in chat, she is far more familiar with it than I am. It's actually one of her Aww. favorite. Like, uh, Macross um, front, Frontier is right. one of her favorite shows, and Cheryl is her best girl. She's even cosplayed <laughs> her a few Aww. times, so I know about the franchise through her. I've seen, I grew up uh, looking at, I grew up with a bit of Robotech, but I also kind of had that thing where it's like, I'm not really, it could have been Robotech, it could have been Voltron, I don't know, a lot of yeah. big, poorly yeah. animated giant robots. It could have been uh, yeah. Gundam. It could have been Thundercats. Right? Yeah.
0: Right.
2: My memory, caught it at the right moment with my the memory giant Mac. Back yeah. then it's such a blur, I must have been like four or five when I had yeah. seen it. Um so I never really paid that much attention to it. And yeah, because it was never really legally made available, I think far less people know about the Macross franchise than even Gundam, like even yeah. our generation and older. So it, I did watch a little bit of Delta um, like way back when I was first uh, getting into anime, and but I just kind of fell off of it. Giant robots generally aren't my preferred... Mecha generally isn't my preferred genre. But it. when I first... You mentioned before like this whole legal... Th- this whole legal battle that they've been stuck in, it's gotten so confusing to the point where I I took this opportunity to look into it. I, I went to law school for a bit and yeah, I kind of feel bad for blame, almost blaming Harmony Gold all this time for why we didn't get more Macross because it kind of wasn't their fault. They, they-, they were definitely cast as the villain of
0: the story for a really long time. People blamed them for not getting to see uh, Macross. So they were like, yeah. everyone wanted them to like, give up the ghost of Robotech. Like, yeah, you know, go on, get out of here so we can finally get Macross. But,
2: um, you know, when they that. renewed the license again in 2019, I was at anime expo with, yeah. with my girlfriend and some friends. And when we heard that they were renewing the license for another 10 years, it's like, Oh, really? No. Cause they made such a big deal about it that we thought they were going to give the license up because they had no intentions, but it seems like they were just waiting for all of this, this, uh, stuff to work out because yeah they have the rights to the series i don't think they ever lost the rights since the late 90s the problem was because because the show was a co-production it's like they owned part of the rights that were given to them by tatsunoko but certain characters designs and concepts they just straight up were not allowed to use yeah so they could not make more shows and they could Mm -hmm. not license more shows that had those things in them so they were just stuck yeah money for Decades on this franchise that they weren't even sure if they were going to be able to use. yeah, so now the next step is, since there is there is no more legal hurdles anymore, I'm curious to know what happens next. Where is this going? Is this going to go on Funimation? Is this going to go on on some kind of streaming platform? They now there's nothing holding them back from making the live action movie. Keep Robotech. A lot of people have a lot of fond memories of Robotech, but give us also the option to to see this original series how it was always meant to be seen kind of. I know the theory yeah. is that Funimation has it because they had conveniently
0: an entire like story prepped for like the moment it went live. So mm-hmm. the moment that the like the agreement went live, Funimation had something on their blog right away, like prepped really early. Now in news, I mean, you get things under embargo sometimes where you're you know given information by a company so you can prepare your articles so that it can go live at a designated time set by the person that provided the information. Um, but it seemed like Funimation was the only person who got that, which is mm-hmm. pretty odd. I mean, Anime News Network knows people at Harmony Gold who could have provided us with that information too and probably would have. So my thought is more that... Um, We're probably, probably setting
2: something uh,
0: up. Yeah, yeah, we might see it through them as, as like a sub licensor for Macross, yeah. yeah that uh, that's my theory, it's just theory.
2: Now, yeah. it wouldn't surprise me considering a lot of the uh the, the collaborative deals that Funimation has been coming out recently. They just announced they have like all of Jojo now yeah. on their yeah. website, along with like other Viz Media stuff. Their platform is continuing to like they have a they have a deal with NIS and they have all of those properties. It seems like they're very much trying to uh they, they lose like seasonal stuff as time goes on, but they're really trying to grow their overall catalog. So if anyone was going to get this like massive dump of an old franchise. I would place my money on Funimation.
0: Yeah, they're they're overseen by Sony now, so yeah. like their their buying power is um, bigger. So, yeah, so it's gonna say yeah, yeah. It's it's big. So investment
1: um, anime is growing rapidly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like Sony knows what's up for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Viz used yeah. to. I mean. Um, they've gotten, the reason they have JoJo's and things like that is because they have Viz's titles now. Viz, yeah. 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 And I mean, Viz used to kind of have their own player, but it was only on their website. They didn't have like a streaming app. It was like, you can watch it on the website or or Hulu. And at some points, yeah, also Crunchyroll. So it's, yeah, it seems like, you know, Viz wants people to see what they own. So they might buy it on box sets or buy the corresponding manga to it. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, We'll have to see. Hopefully, we start getting some some more Macross
2: news as the as the year goes on. As far I'd as be very curious if they actually they probably won't do this for like the old old franchise, but for stuff like Frontier, I'd be very curious if Funimation like dubs it and gets yeah. an official release. Because yeah, Delta I think has never had an English release. No, all. yeah, I'm no Delta, Delta, Delta or Frontier have never yeah.
1: Yeah, I think I watch Frontier, but you know not the right way but you know what i mean so it's like and that was way back in the day gosh like Lindsay, what were you saying early odds, right we were probably in high school so it's still not to date us sorry
0: yeah so I
1: no, yeah
0: macross wow. uh, frontier came out i've seen stuff from macross seven as well that that series looked like it's just insane but uh yeah that's one that you see the gif of the guy with the little tiny glasses and he's like he just eats a leaf that, like, hits the stage. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's from Mac- oh, Macross anyway. 7. Uh, Frontier came out after we were out of high school. Because um, <gasps> it was 2007.
1: Okay, yeah. Big gold. Yep. I think that sounds about right. Because yeah. I remember watching it on a very small laptop, and it was right when I was out of college or something. Like, I thought it might have been earlier than that, but yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, it was right in the in-between time before streaming really took off.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. We oh, still- yes.
2: Yeah. Yes, we uh, yeah. were Those watching anime parts on YouTube in like 240p. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. To really date us. Yeah, yeah
1: I know exactly. I was like, that was a long time ago. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie, like, the, these kids these days, I'm like, you got Funimation and Crunchyroll and all this stuff. Like, I would know, awesome know how to log into yeah, IRC. Oh, Do you, know you know how
0: have a log into IRC to get your
1: laptop? I was like, oh dang it, another one. Like I was like, oh man, it was it was a different time. That's all I'm gonna say about that. So yeah,
2: for real. Be thankful uh, what you have, guys. Be very thankful what yeah. you. Yeah,
1: God, makes me sound so old. I'm like, you be grateful. To
0: Both ways uphill. All right, before we get started on uh, what happened in My Hero Academia this week, I want to remind everyone that we do not. Do manga spoilers. No manga Good. spoilers. None in the chat. If you do them in the chat, you get, you and know, a the spoilers, chat. spoilers, right, Jackie? Yeah. No spoilers, well, Jackie. Well, I no know looking characters oh, up, <laughs> Jackie.
1: I know, I won't. I'm doing okay. that for myself. I'm so mad. I know. No. go ever. to the Wikipedia page. Like, why <laughs> would I even, I don't know.
0: I don't know. Me I don't know.
1: either. I was tired. It was Monday. It was yeah.
0: Like, yeah. It's, well, it's always Monday when it's we're here.
1: Monday. I know. I know. <laughs> right. uh.
0: So this week we got to see um, Deku kind of recap the dream sequence we saw. And he talked to um, All Might about it, who referred to the previous users as, I think it was vestiges. Yes. It's a cool word. Um, and... You know, there's, that's still very, like, mystifying up in the air because All Might said he hadn't... He had had dreams before, but not one never word spoke not, to anybody. He yeah. never spoke to anybody um, when he had the dreams. And then the second half of the episode was kind of reintroducing Class 1B, um, who looks like a fun bunch, to be honest. Like, I hope... Oh, it looks cool. like we're probably going to be spending a lot of time with them because they, they broke them up into teams of four and... Each team of four is going to face off against each other. And then kind of as a surprise, they brought back my boy, my son, Shiso? Shinso, Shinso.
1: Yeah. I was
0: kind of mixing his name up with the mummy guy from Moroni Kenshin there, I think. Which is Shishio. Not the same. Not the same. Not the same. (laughs) Not the same. (laughs) Um, Anyway, I love him. I've loved him ever since the sports festival. You know, I, I... I love a good uh, complex character with a, you know, a chip on his shoulder trying to work through some stuff and learn to accept himself. So he's from the normal class. He didn't even make it into one A or one B, but he is like very determined to prove himself worthy of being a hero, especially given that his, his mind control ability has made it. And I felt so bad for him during that flashback when he, you know, the three friends were like joking with him about how like, Hey, don't mind control us. And he's like, huh? Everybody says that.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. Yeah. That was <laughs> cringe. Cringe sad. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I felt really bad for him, but now he's got like a cool sort of mouthpiece and I don't, that's oh, no. new, right?
2: That is new. Oh, he gosh. didn't have that before. Yeah.
1: Right. That was cool. Yeah. Um, and, man. Well, where should we start? Lindsay, that was a good breakdown.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. There wasn't a whole lot of stuff yeah. that happened in this episode Really, I mean, I'm not gonna remember all those character names, but fortunately, we'll no. probably get like individual episodes with each team of four. So we get like more acquainted with them and then it yeah. becomes relevant. Um, but so, AJ remind me, who who's facing off against who at the end of this episode? Because takes a, is gonna take a turn on each with each team because they have mm-hmm.
2: 40, 41 characters involved in
0: this match.
2: It, it's forty, it's forty members overall. Um 20 kid, uh 20 kids in each class, breaking it into groups of four, but because Shinzo's there, it's like, oh, it's an odd number. So they're going to they randomly will put him with one team on one class and one team on the other class. Notice that the 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 Team he's going to be on for class B is specifically going to go up against the team that Deku is on. Yeah, yeah. So of we'll course. get to see a rematch of them hopefully later on this arc, and I think it's I think that's supposed to be the last matchup. But yes, for the first matchup, he is on class one A with um. I'm very bad with names except for I know uh, Denki, um, which is the lightning guy. Lightning guy, zap zap uh, Sue. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I forgot Red Riot's name. He's just Red
0: Riot. It's fine.
2: Red Riot.
0: caught? Yeah. like ca- ca- Kaminari. Kaminari. Yeah, we're losing all of our cred right now.
2: Yeah. Oh my gosh.
0: Kirishima? I thought we were talking about classic Kirishima.
2: Kirishima. You're right. Kirishima. Kaminari, Kaminari. Yeah. Kaminari. Yeah. Kaminari uh, is, someone's, so, is someone Kaffee? different.
1: Yeah. Coffee yeah. And,
2: and then, uh, then the guy who talks to animals. Yeah. Oh, is that actually. Is the
1: Koda is his name, right? Yes.
2: Is it a he? It's a he. I
1: don't know. It is a he. Okay. I started
0: wondering that because, like, his hero outfit um, specifically gives him like kind of feminine eyelash marks, like on the sides of his face. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was like, I didn't know you that. know, and his voice isn't particularly deep or anything. So it was, yeah. and he's got kind of an ambiguous figure cause he kind of yeah. looks like a mountain. Yeah. So I was I like-
1: the same Lindsay, I don't know. Yeah. his Names or he, whoever, but I actually, when we, I think that we have not heard Coda speak very much. So that was uh, the, one of the first things I noticed was
0: the voice, like I was like, oh, you know so soft-spoken yeah yeah Mm,
1: i I love coda though coda's cute that would have been the
0: power i would have wanted to have as a kid because i desperately wanted to talk to animals as a child like real bad (laughs) so yeah yeah, that would have been that would have been uh my 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 chosen hero and then on class b we have um beast who's not x-men's beast right not X-Men's right. Beast, uh, but his he, he ability he get inspired from. Huh? Chandler is helping us down there. Let's read it like we thought of it
2: ourselves. she's uh, <laughs> Shizuozaki, Sh- 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 Shisida, uh, Hiryu, and Surubu- uh, Right. I butchered all of those names. Know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I can identify by how everyone looks in their palace, yeah. but not yeah. names. We got a yeah. girl who beat Denki last time in the Right that's that's festival. the Vine it's Jesus. The vine. Yes, yeah. Vine yes. Jesus. I like her. Yeah.
1: She's got a cool vibe and she talks like talent.
0: a nun. <laughs> well, they're playing into that like religious aspect of I think. Yeah. Her.
1: Yeah, she's cool. Um she can make her hair
0: kind of go all out. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I also loved B-Sky explaining absolutely every single aspect <laughs> of their plan A to Z like I was just like
2: you didn't have to do that. You, you know didn't have you're
1: to do, do this, and then they're just going to like find some way to counter everything. And it's just, like you know, it's an anime trope, right? Like, yeah, it's like, definitely like, a, a shonen, yeah. jump,
0: shonen exactly. jump trope, for exactly. sure. It's like to yeah. extend the battle length out by having each party explain how they countered it based on their internal logic. And they either self-narrate like inside their head, or they just tell you yeah um, yeah so
1: that was i was like that's a really smart approach but you know that's something a villain would do so maybe he was just like really trying to get into the role i don't know <laughs> um, he's cute though um this i'm not gonna lie this episode was just like not doing it for me like yeah. it was it's, it, set up. it's so it's a cute lot of to see all the characters um i'm not gonna lie nito He was cracking me the F up. I don't know what happened to him. Like he already kind of had a, like he, you know, he was kind of like the leader of class one B I felt like, but like, man he was just like showy and like yeah. leader like i don't even know like he just like got his second wind of confidence or something like am i wrong he seemed no like-
0: he, he's always been kind of a loud mouth and it seemed yeah. like kendo who's the girl who gets the big fists like yeah keeps him in line most of the time but when he came out in his hero outfit and he had like tail like tuxedo tails he was on, he was like, oh, no, no. you know like bending himself backwards while he talks and stuff i was like okay Okay, what yeah. He he's up. like he's trying to do a JoJo pose. Yeah. Not quite yeah. there yet. Not oh,
2: oh, yeah. like quite Yes. Oh, I think we all know at least one right. person like him in real life. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Can we? we do. Oh, okay, yeah. and I have questions about some of these other folks. Like, for instance, the girl that we see right there with the horns, her name is Pony. I yeah. know. Her She's name. Oh, okay. But still. From where do you name your kid Pony? Um, I guess I shouldn't really judge because, like, even the characters' Japanese names—they're—they're they're not most of them aren't like typical Japanese name like Tetsu 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 Tetsu. I was about to say, who yeah. names their kid
1: and oh, I don't tetsu, have a yeah. like that. Oh,
0: yeah, which I
1: love this girl in the purple too. Like, I love her vibe.
0: Yeah, she kind of reminds me of like early midnight sort of.
1: Yes. Sort of feeling there. Yeah.
0: yeah, I'm just I'm looking at Tetsu 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 again and like. One of the things that's sort of clever is that it's a different kanji that means Tetsu every single time. So even oh, though, as a so ho-
1: yeah, yeah, as a
0: homonym, Tetsu means steel, right? So when you hear his name, it sounds like steel, 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 steel. steel. But then if you see it written out, it's different. Um,
1: yeah. uh, He's just he is class one B's kirishima Yeah. I think that's on
0: purpose too, because didn't they have yeah. him like say something at the same time in this episode? Like, yeah, they're yeah. cute. Yeah. Wait, but... who, who's the guy with the the monocle over there? I don't remember him.
1: I loved him. He's like totally Dragon Ball vibes. Like they were obviously yeah. yeah. With
2: the scouter, yeah, um, yeah.
1: But he has a new costume, so like he, this is the first time I think we've seen him look like this. Oh, okay. Um, I might recognize. This is the first time Ball,
2: we've seen a lot of like them then. in their costumes. Yeah, yes. we never see them do hero work.
1: Yes. that's true. Yeah,
2: we haven't seen one B do any hero work at all. And Which also, they make a point in this yeah. in this episode that uh, they don't have a lot of on field experience compared compared to class one A.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Definitely.
0: So they said that could actually be to their benefit because class one A is pulled away from their studies so often to go fight crime and mm-hmm. and such, and then one B uh, hasn't had to do that, so they've been able to like focus on honing their Abilities like in a safe environment, more so. I think. Yeah. Um,
1: their costumes are on point. They've evolved their personalities. I mean, like, hello. No, I'm just first kidding.
0: introduction of Mushroom Girl, my I alternate know. persona. Lindsay
1: so, when she came she up. Was I was like, Lindsay's gonna get so excited, and her voice was so cute. She's, She's so cute. cute. Yeah. Lindsay, this is what we're cosplaying next con. Universe. Oh yeah, that would
0: be great, Jackie. So, if you were an Ibarra and I was Kinoko. Also, Kinoko means mushroom you know. in Japanese. If anyone wanted.
1: I'm 100% on board for this. Literally, yes. I thought it as soon as I saw this image. Yeah. i I'm like, okay, that's done, and done. I'll need a wig,
0: but that's fine. Yeah. I'll, yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. I might need a vine wig too. Yeah, you could not like a green, but yeah, a lot. Um, it's like
0: vine green and a, a fancy toga.
1: Yeah, I'm here for it. We're doing yeah. this.
0: Um, yeah. yeah.
1: I also, maybe it was just me, but the jokes were like a little weird in this one. Um, the, like, affair with All Might comment. Did anybody else cringe at that?
0: Oh. Oh, no, yeah. That well, one, I uh... was like,
1: what the hell? I literally <laughs> put WCM in my man? notes. Like, yeah. I was like... Nobody was thinking that or at least I wasn't no. thinking No that. no
2: it, it's because of how he was acting cuz he he's like oh you two are getting along he's like no 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 you see he he wanted to hang out he's it's like stop acting like I caught you in an affair
1: Yeah that, that, that joke missed for me yeah. Um but <laughs> so bit. Yeah, yeah that one missed for me but I did like um Midnight when she told, like, I don't even remember, someone was saying, like, something, like, All Might was hitting on her or something, and then she was, like, oh, I was no. yeah. I was, like, Midnight, like, <laughs> I need more of you.
2: Like, What's the age difference <laughs> between them? I thought they would be, like, around the same age. Me
1: too, but I guess not. But no, no, you know, they are
2: around the same age. The joke is that Midnight goes for younger boys, like, students. What? That's no. kind of, like, a joke, because she keeps, like, teasing... No, because, like, even during the sports festival... When all the like all the uh, students are getting like, high, she's like, "Oh, I just love, I just love uh, how how excited everyone's getting." It's like a dotting kind of way. I do okay. not. Know they that. play it up like that, like, "Oh, oh, it's, okay. oh so.
1: my!" I
0: did not know that. Okay,
2: that, that's kind of the one. joke. I don't know if she actually does that, but that's kind of the joke where she's like, so "She oh, might I'm be like playing interested. along with
0: the stereotype, yeah. or something or the assumption about her." She's uh, just. I'm like, gonna stereotype. give her the benefit of the doubt until now. She's right. a
2: very uh enth- She's a very enthusiastic teacher. Yes. It's, it's kind of like Mike Guy's spirit of from Naruto, his spirit of youth thing. It's basically her version oh. of that.
1: Okay, um, right. Yeah. Um. Also, so is Aizawa, is he training um Shinzo?
0: I have questions about that too because they look okay. the same, and I think they're related until someone tells me otherwise. I like if you put pictures harder. of them next to each other, they have the same face. It's very I will similar. say they. Extremely similar.
1: I agree with Lindsay. But I don't know what's going on, but I like it. Like, when I saw the pairing, I was like, appropriate. That makes sense.
0: And he needs a mentor who's supportive of his abilities that he's been, you know, like, had some shame towards until now. So uh, good for him to have a positive adult male figure in his life.
1: I think what was a little frustrating for me with this episode was that it was the stark reminder that this anime has so many great characters that don't get enough time to shine. Mm, you know what yeah. I mean? Like it was like the midnight joke I thought was hilarious. Um I mean seeing Ayazawa with Shinzo. Um seeing all of class one B like you know coming up for just a little bit and then me being like, I want to get to know all of them, but this is just getting ridiculous by this You're like mm-hmm. spin off
0: series when? Just yeah, give yeah, me a one B yeah. more characters yeah, yeah, more really, characters
1: aj for real though it is it's like hit and bleach territory here like it's just it's just so much and mm-hmm. it kind of like it kind of stinks because it's like i want to see more of midnight um i definitely i've even aizawa i feel like we haven't seen a lot from him in a while you know so i don't know there was just and then class 1b i'm like okay i want this is a whole new class we're probably going to see mushroom girl like once lindsay i'm sorry watching no. me wrong and 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 then mushroom girls like the star of class one she, she gets, gets her like, she own totally
0: movie
1: but yeah so i don't know i what did you guys think though like for me it's just kind of like this episode just just didn't hit for me i just felt like it was a lot crammed into a little bit of time and i was just like man i think coming off of last week's episode where there was a lot of big developments and a lot of drama and you know when Attack on Titan spoiled this, Lindsay. So maybe like, maybe I'm just expecting too much now because yeah. maybe I maybe I'm the one who's expecting too much here. What do you guys think?
0: I I think it is like, I mean, I feel the same way that that you do, but I'm also trying to keep in mind that yes, we are coming off Attack on Titan, where it was just like mystery and like. Subterfuge and all this other like crazy stuff like over and over like every single episode where it felt like like oh my god Do we even talk about the news this week? Because there's so much happened and it was always like all crammed in there And then we knew that there was gonna be more the following week, and I think you know uh, My Hero Academia is like a different a different feel It's much more like laid back and fun And um, I mean, we want to get those cool fights going and we like all the characters a lot. So we get excited about the characters, but um, you know, we're we're just used to like be, it's like a different type of food. It's like pizza versus hamburgers or something like that. You know, I mean, another way to look at it is I watched um, the first episode of Two Year Eternity today, which Mm -hmm. I'm still gonna try and get Jackie to watch even though it's gonna make her cry.
1: that's gonna make it, that. That's first crazy. episode's gonna
0: make you fall like a baby. Yes, there's a dog in it, so oh, I mean, oh gosh,
1: <laughs> I, just, I just a silent voice is a powerful, potent, just life shaking kind of <laughs> anime, and it's like. Um, that this was is going to run for like 20 really? episodes, too. Yeah, I'm like, I, a series of that? Like, I don't know, girl. Why don't you watch the whole thing and then tell me if I can actually get through it. I, I don't know if I physically or mentally have the capacity to, to be completely honest.
0: Um, so, but, oh yeah, I brought it up as an example, though, because that's also 25 minutes. And in the span of that 25 minutes, it feels kind of like you've watched an entire arc. And it, it's paced really well. And, like, the emotions just hit. And it's got, you know, enough in it that makes you want to see the next episode. Um, But it's just, like, a completely different thing. So, yeah, that's what I'm trying to, like, keep in mind with My Hero Academia. It's, like, I just kind of got to roll with it. I mean, if we start getting to a point where it feels like they're really dragging out, like, individual fights. Like, we're spending, like, four episodes with each four versus four pairing or something like that. Then my patience might start to wear out. But, um, you know, at this point, I was, like... I'm thinking they'll probably do the main part. This is just my thought. I don't obviously know, but I'm thinking that this for each four verse four might be like an episode and a
2: half-ish. Lindsay, AJ will know a little better. Action, because...
1: I need yeah. more action.
2: To, to yeah. be honest, that's like, not a bad assumption. I was going to say at most two episodes per fight. Oh, Jack, oh if you want God. action, there
1: better be more action. AJ. There's going to cool.
2: be a lot of action. I can definitely tell you that. And because uh, if t- there's not, she'll hold you personally responsible. Mm-hmm. for it. That and is not- totally fine. Like you can <laughs> feel feel free to like hold me at katana point for that <laughs> because <laughs> uh, that is. It's actually funny uh, hearing your guys' opinion on this because uh, hindsight. I've read a little bit past this arc, mm-hmm. and I don't think. In terms of like getting the same level of engagement that you got in the last episode, I don't think you'll have. I'm bracing you for this. You probably won't get that much like lore or anything. Maybe about four episodes from now, four right. or five episodes from now. Um, this is purely kind of an action, a very light action arc. It's it's basically like. Remember after the overhaul arc in season in season four, like literally the yeah. arc before this, when it, the whole arc tough was just for me,
1: AJ. A sports that festival. A tough,
2: tough it will be there, will be more action to keep you entertained with that. Um okay. this the whole point of this arc is basically to show off everyone's abilities and upgrades. Because some of them did get more upgrades <laughs> um, and how they're gonna utilize their powers. It is uh I did see a lot of people complaining when this anime was announced because we weren't sure about the episode count and some people thought it was just going to be this arc. I think it's two core this season. Um, okay. So we're going to get this and probably the arc right after it. Uh, this is going to be the last, probably going to be the last peaceful arc in the series. So, enjoyable. I know things I know yeah. things
0: get really heavy after this. Like, yeah. I know they get really heavy. There were some hints about the stuff that's going to appear in the yeah. last episode of last season. Mm-hmm. There was some very subtle stuff. I mean, we know Dobby is, he didn't show up in this episode at all, but you know, you're not still... going to see
2: anybody like that for a bit. This is pretty much the calm before the storm. Yeah. Um, You will see the teachers more after this and a lot of other pro heroes after this. I can certainly oh, cool. tell you that. Um, My, my kind of biggest problem with this arc is until we get to that, that vague moment that I just mentioned, I don't think we needed a whole arc for it. Um, because it does run into the problem where uh, the writer can make these very interesting quirky characters, but I feel like he's made too many of them and class B is definitely going to suffer from that. We will definitely see them more after this, but this is the most focus they're ever going to get. Oh, okay. Yeah. So don't get attached. I'd say get attached, but like, don't expect them to, don't expect them to come back in the same way that Shinso is coming back right now. And on the note of Shinso, this arc is probably more for him than it is for anybody else. Okay, so that's
0: sort of something to keep in mind. Perspective wise, my son, um, yes. I love so cute. him. He's, He's
1: so cute. Cute. for sure. Yes,
0: they have the same
2: face. Literally, you—you yes. you guys Aizawa are not the first people, people to assume that they were related. When, yeah. when this arc hit in the manga, a lot of people, there's a lot of fan art of them looking after each other. Aww, um, it's better to say that they have a similar relationship compared to what Deku and uh, All Might have. Oh, that's still Aww. good. I'm because, sure and I can kind of understand why I didn't realize until after I watched the episode, um, Aizawa doesn't really have a quirk that's conducive to, Aizawa's quirk is kind of similar to, Shinso because uh remember the reason why Shinso not in the hero course despite having kind of a broken power is part of the physical exam they had to fight a bunch of robots and stuff. Oh right and it doesn't his work quirk is on... isn't going to work on it. So yeah, and he's not it's like a... physically that strong so it, it just didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Aizao really... probably wouldn't have passed that test either.
0: Yeah, cuz his only yeah, cuz his only ability is to nullify other abilities which again yeah. wouldn't work on a robot.
2: So so he had to compensate in other ways. Like we saw this during one of the uh, previous arcs during the exam, when he fought Momo and uh, Todoroki, he's basically like a ninja. Like he oh, okay. has these little traps. He's got his, he's got his bandages. So he's had to compensate for that. And during this arc, especially during the next episode, we saw a little bit of it at the end here. We're going to see how Shinso is compensating for the fact that his power is very situational. How do you take advantage of a power that is very situational? And, yeah we're almost out of time, but I do want to say I like what I also appreciate about the fact is he's not arrogant. Yeah. He he straight up says like, I am way behind all of you. It took a lot for me to even get to this point, but and I'm very desperate to to get into this hero course. This is, he's basically saying like, this is my one shot to even get remotely close to where you guys are. That's where I always want to be. So because of that, do not underestimate me because I will do everything I can to get to that point. I, yeah. I like that. It was kind of an arrogance, but it was an arrogance based in realism where it's yeah. like, I, I, want, I, this, I uh, want this. I want this. Really, really bad. I want this more than you guys because yeah. I'm coming from a different place. So keep that in mind, whether you, when you're with me or against me.
0: Like he doesn't take any of his abilities for granted for that right. reason. Like they, like the other characters may have become more comfortable because they've excelled past certain test points that he had to fight really hard to get past. So yeah. And that's why he must be protected at all costs.
2: It, it kind of, and maybe this is reading a bit too deep into it, but it, it kind of felt like I work with special needs kids as uh as part of my full-time job. It kind of felt like an analogous to something like that, where he's sort of seen as lesser than like the, the hero kids because he's just in a general class at a hero school because his abilities just aren't up to snuff with all of that.
0: She used see that comment. Is that why you're smiling?
2: <laughs> oh, bro. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no, I didn't see it. <laughs> oh, okay. You're no, smiling. Uh, I thought maybe that was why. <laughs> No, no, I can't stop smiling. Um, so when he says like, it, it took a lot of extra work to get to the same level as you are kind of reminded me of what some of my students need to go through where they're like, we have to work extra hard just to be kind of put on the same level as, the regular kids Mm -hmm. so it's like man i I want you to succeed like it's such an interesting subversion of a character that by all appearances and power wise but i guess that's kind of i think that was always the intention in a metal way too he doesn't seem like the hero type but because he doesn't seem like the hero type he knows he has to work that much harder to be a hero right yeah
0: people assume his ability is nefarious just by yeah how it is, even though he and a lot of have... people
2: would take advantage of it too, right? But he's not
0: that type. He's not that type of guy. So, Jackie, so- I think you're muted.
1: Sorry, I was gonna say one part I loved was that um after he gave that little speech that like everyone clapped for him because both yeah. <laughs> were
0: just adorable. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Like we all like go like,
0: you. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: And I was just like, oh like it's just so it's such a cute, friendly to your best kind of moment. anime. Exactly. Yeah. And I think Lindsay is right, like we aren't watching like a heavy like scene in anime here, like it's shonen. So that's we yeah. are in this like bubbly fun part. I think just we know that this anime can get very heavy. Um, we know that the action can be there. So I think for me, I'm just a little like, I, I want to see it. And I, I think that my, just my big critique was, I felt like a lot was stuffed into this episode. And I really just wanted to see like a really, really good action scene. And I think they were trying to kind of do that at the end, but it just wasn't quite there for me. Um, and personally, like we saw all that recap, which we didn't even touch on and I wanted us to, but the whole, you know, um, singularity theory and like the impossible dream and you know getting to see the wielders and just the mystery behind that you know but yeah. I also felt like a lot of that could have been condensed to I, I don't know just like this episode didn't hit for me but AJ's saying <laughs> that this is the calm before the storm so yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, I, I do agree with you Jackie there was a lot of padding in here even when I yeah. as I was watching the episode I'm like I know exactly where this episode is going to end and it ended right at the start of the first round Yeah, because now the next episode will be all the next round and not only will we get some interesting action but remember they have to try to capture the other team this isn't like a simple one versus right yeah How I even say, you have to capture them and put them in this very cute Super looking game <laughs> yeah i know it's like
1: what
2: in the hell it oh. is school you gotta you gotta keep it wholesome so That's this is, movie. it'll be, I, I, I guarantee, I have faith unless something happens production wise, but the setup is there in the manga for this to be very action and very, very mind gamey because they basically have to out quirk and outsmart each other. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see like how everyone's quirks work together and how they're able to properly outsmart the other team. For sure. Yeah. yeah. On
1: that note. Yep. Well,
2: (laughs) I I guess that's
0: that's it for my Hero Academia talk this week. I want to thank everybody who's been coming every single week. I see a lot of uh, regulars in the chat and that makes me happy and it adds, it makes my skin clear. So please keep doing that. Um, (laughs) For newbies, if you, you know, got here late, we start um, every Monday at nine Eastern six Pacific. So make sure to be here so you can chat with us about um, the latest news and what's going on in My Hero Academia. I wanna thank Jackie and AJ again for coming um, on the show this week. It'll be all three of us again next time. I love you all. Bye. next time. Bye. Ultra. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Believe.